2: find yours in online or in a store near you at slash find warning this product contains nicotine nicotine is an addictive chemical
1: Mallor here winter is coming heavy rain sleet snow and ice are your tires up for the challenge Tread confidently in winner's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full lineup of Yokohama tires. Go to tirerack.com/sports. Tell them what you drive, your tires will ship fast and free to you, with one of over 10,000 recommended installers. Tirerack.com. The way tire buying should be.
3: From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal
1: podcast.
2: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything.
1: Hello and welcome. It's our number one. Our number one of the podcast. And we go down Conspiracy Theory Avenue. A long ago Tampa Bay Buccaneer Dwight Smith, a couple of interceptions in the Super Bowl against the Raiders. Well, he has decided to announce that these games are rigged that the Super Bowl outcome is predetermined by the NFL, depending on the gambling market, we examine the conspiracy tossed out by Dwight Smith this hour. That and more. Much more coming your way right now in hour number one. A Super Bowl scheme, if you will. Welcome in. It's a beginning of another edition of the Ben Mather Show. We are in the air. Everywhere, as we have a powwow, coast-to-coast, border-to-border and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from very deep inside the magic radio box. So our lead comes from Conspiracy Theory Depot, we will call. It's an interesting subplot to the big game this weekend as the Chiefs and Buccaneers make final preparations for Super Bowl 55. One of the stars of Super Bowl past is throwing out some very scandalous talk. This hasn't gotten picked up by the football establishment. I haven't seen this in a lot of places. I want to talk to you about it. Maybe you did not see this. You don't know what I'm talking about. So, Dwight Smith. Remember Dwight Smith? He destroyed the Raiders back many, many years ago in the Super Bowl. Had a couple interceptions of Rich Gannon, and played very well. Was not the MVP, but had a couple of interceptions. Of course, I think everyone in the Buck secondary that day picked off Rich Gannon multiple times. But Dwight Smith, a hero of the 2003 Super Bowl for the Buccaneers against the Raiders, the John Gruden Buccaneers. Now, he went on a rant saying that he does not believe what we are about to witness this weekend is going to be played organically. Expand on that. Um, But I'm going to give you the the condensed version of what he said because he he was all over the place. But Dwight Smith saying that he believes these games are scripted reality. Quote, Vegas decides who will win the Super Bowl. He opined. All right, now, Smith said it's based on which team will make them the most money for the casinos. Uh, But wait, there's more. But wait, there's more. When asked if he thought the Buccaneers championship, as we mentioned, against the Raiders back in the day in San Diego, if that original Super Bowl performance was a part of this conspiracy, if you will, and was it illegitimate, and without missing a beat, Dwight Smith, Super Bowl player for the Buccaneers back in the day said, quote, I think every Super Bowl is. And then he went into some other details. He was all over the place. He suggested that one of the great missed field goals of all time, Scott Norwood for Buffalo against the Giants. Great moments in football history. Scott Norwood, the kicker for the Bills. That was in Super Bowl 25. That that miss was, according to Dwight Smith, supposed to happen. That even if Scott Norwood wanted to make it could not have made it now smith claimed that he knew he had inside knowledge at the very beginning of this past NFL season which we're finishing up this weekend that the buccaneers and the chiefs would meet in the super bowl why quote because the league wanted brady versus mahomes they wanted brady versus mahomes all right so let us discuss the question how much weight how much weight should you put in Dwight Smith and the deep state conspiracy about the Super Bowl? So I have the breakfast cereal, the blueprint, and Jimmy Buffett, and we will tie all of these things together. Now, A, while most conspiracy theories are rubbish, right, not all of them turn out to be Looney Tunes. Uh, we, we had a conversation about this very topic In a previous episode of the show, you might have listened that night. It was a little while ago, and I believe it was after the the Green Bay-Tampa Bay game. We had a conversation about this. But my position is it's a mistake to just reject the chatter out of hand, and it's a case-by-case basis. So many people are quick to totally dismiss every conspiracy theory because – they, they want to just be in their little box there, and they, they can't imagine a world where any of this is possible. Their simplistic outlook on things. Now, there's other people that are inclined to turn a blind eye to conspiracy theories because they think they know everything, and we all know people like this, and, uh, and they also don't want to you know, dig any deeper. Now, wh- where Dwight Smith's comments, uh, were they over the top? Yes, they were obviously over the top. Does he sound a little paranoid? Yeah, sure. Is he a breakfast cereal uh, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, uh, I would pump the brakes on that because here's the thing. Over the years, there has always been a small percentage of NFL players who believe some or all of these outcomes are predetermined. Right? On this program, the show you're listening to right now, we referenced the late, great Bubba Smith who swore to my face that his Baltimore Colts were robbed at the hands of some crooked referees in a loss to the Joe Namath Jets, one of the great historical moments in NFL history. That was in 1969, the Super Bowl guarantee, better known as Hightower. But he told me, to my face, I was doing a local radio show at a Monday Night Football remote, and uh, he was there for a beer company, and he told me the whole deal. And it was also whispered, and I mentioned this in the past, it was whispered that early NFL commissioner Pete Rozelle, The man credited with creating the monster, the the Cyclops that is the NFL, he actually helped manipulate the outcome of some postseason results to enhance the standing of, at that time, the then-fledgling NFL. Now, part B of this, it it is a confluence. It's like uh, back in Pittsburgh, a confluence of things that fuel the, the buzz of the Illuminati interfering with the NFL. Now, I want to address this point by point. The Vegas influence is something that you can dismiss, but you should not ignore. You should not ignore. And it's also from Vince McMahon's blueprint. All right. Now, Vince McMahon came after the NFL. The NFL had already been around. But the WWE, formerly known as the WWF, does a tremendous job of creating popularity. And even to this day... They do, they, they, the storylines are wonderful, but I think we, no, spoiler alert, uh, it's also staged to heighten entertainment value. That's the phrase they use in professional wrestling. They have the K-Fob, and it's uh, it's staged to heighten entertainment value. Now, is it possible the NFL would be guilty of the same thing? I, I, it can't be the same exact thing, but the plot thickens, right? As I have started to discuss in the past, and I'll go back down this road here, I I. I leave a 5% chance. I'm 95% sure that this is not reality, but I'm leaving a 5% chance. I've, and this doesn't move the needle any higher, these comments by the former Buccaneer. Uh, it doesn't make it any more or less. I'm still at 5% because it's really more of what I've heard in the past. It's more of the, the same thing I've heard in the past. Now, there are four main conspiracies. Since I do overnight radio, I have to know about conspiracies. It goes with the gig. You have to know about conspiracies because conspiracies are more fun in the overnight. But that former Super Bowl darling for Tampa Bay, this this Dwight Smith guy, he believes the NFL is guilty of – I mentioned there's four conspiracies. He believes under this plan, this is the deliberate event model of the conspiracy. So check your – Check your notes. It's also known as they made it happen. They made it happen, which means the events are real, right? The outcome is real. However, the outcome was ordered from the puppeteers of pro football. Now, my main obstacle, the speed bump in this to fully embrace the scheme, and, and maybe you can help me out on this if you believe in these type of conspiracies, But I've always been of the belief that loose lips are the problem, right? That it is human nature to gossip. Everyone does it. You gossip about your neighbors, your boss, your coworkers. We all do it. We're all wired the same way. It doesn't matter where you're from and your background. It's all the same thing. Some people do it more than others, but it's, it's ingrained in the human condition. So if the NFL is really doing this, this is the ninety-five percent, not the five percent. But if they're really doing this and everything's being orchestrated, and there's like, you know, some guy who's like the dawn of Vegas, right? The, the big boss man in Vegas makes a phone call. And he says, "Hey, uh, I need so and so to win, and you better make this happen." Like, it, I don't, other people would know about it, and somebody would say something, and uh, something would get out. Now that being said, I I do leave open the possibility. Uh, that that this has been able to be you know, swept up that there are things being said and people don't want to lose their jobs and things like that but like listen I believe uh, the the big NBA scandal from years ago with Tim Donahue, that he was not the lone wolf that he was portrayed to be I, I do I have any proof? No I don't I just I, from people I've talked to over the years that uh, that he was not alone there were other people that were dabbling in said activity all right last word here on the Super Bowl so the money is so massive. How massive is it on the Super Bowl? It is almost impossible to get a accurate read on where the liabilities are for the casinos. Right? So... No, what do I mean by that? It? Because it, here's the deal. Dwight Smith, the guy from the Buccaneers, his argument is, hey, Vegas, whatever makes them money, which means the team that has the least amount of money bet on it will win, right? That's simple. That's basic. I'm not that bright. I know that. So the they make the money off the other team. The, the team that has the most money would lose because that would help out the casinos. Now, if we follow that train of thought, all right, just bear with me. Now, I know a rough estimate of the publicly available numbers. You can get these yourself. But where is Joe Public for Super Bowl 55? 70%, roughly 70%, give or take a few percent, about 70% of the the cash is on the Chiefs at minus three. So that sounds, again, very basic. If the conspiracy theory is in play and it's going on this year, that would mean that Tom Brady and the Buccaneers will win the Super Bowl because – Most of the cash is on Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. But the money, here's the thing, the money is spread thin. It's like butter on French bread. It is spread thin. You have tons of prop bets. You've got all those delicious exotic bets. In fact, we're doing a whole podcast over the weekend on the the fifth hour on Saturday, just completely dedicated to the exotic wagers in the Super Bowl. But uh, that makes it more difficult, right? Because even if you say, well, I, we need the casinos need Tampa Bay to win because there's too much money on Kansas City, if that was based in reality, okay, well, what about the props? Now, as for the most important thing, the Mahler prediction, all right? Uh, the, the penny's on hiatus right now because of uh, some stuff going on in my personal life, but I will give you the prediction. Now, I, I am going to go with Andy Reid. I've said this in the past, but I'll say it again. Andy Reid. Here's the Mallard prediction for Super Bowl 55. Andy Reid is going to go full Jimmy Buffett. He is going to enjoy a cheeseburger in paradise in Tampa. It's going to be a back-and-forth, nip-and-tuck type of game. But in the end, the Chiefs taking advantage of an ill-timed interception by Tom Brady, and they get the win behind Patrick Mahomes, 31-27, a heartbreaking defeat. For Tom Brady, and people will ask: Is he, is he done? That interception—he looked like an old quarterback. What happened? What happened to Brady? All right, it is the Ben Maller Show. You want to talk about any of that? You can certainly join us here at eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox eight seven seven nine nine six six three six nine. You can join. The fun, well, one of the the big players in the NFL over the last couple years, at least thought of as a big name when he entered the NFL, had one of the most bizarre interviews we've seen in some time, and we have the highlights here, unhinged NFL player, and we'll give you some of the highlights of that. We'll take your phone calls. Also on Twitter, at Ben Maller. We'll get to all of that, and we will do it next.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
1: Hey, it's Maller here. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you over a minute to down that two liter
3: terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is
1: going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This
3: is Uncanny USA.
4: He says, somebody's in the house, and
2: I screamed, <laughs>
3: Listen to Uncanny USA
0: wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip.
2: Hi, checking in for...
0: Or the perfect table.
2: Hey, where are you? Coming!
0: And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it
5: Listen up, Maller Militia. The Ben Maller Show is the show of the people. By the people, for the people. Join the movement. Follow your host on Twitter. He's at Ben Mallor. And you can tweet at and follow me, Eddie Garcia, your humble sidekick, the voice of reason. I'm at Eddie on Fox. That My first thought was that Drake just had an orgasm. And now live from the Farmer's Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Maller. Well, the Mallard Militia with a lot to say, as they
1: often have. The Digital Space Monkey writes in, says, I've had a suspicion that the NFL has been fixed for years, especially since fantasy football has been known to drive decision-making by coaches in the past. I don't think that stopped happening. Almost anything that is gambled on that much is fixed. Ah, digital Space Monkey said it. It might be true. Trucker Joe writes in, says, "Dude." Talking about Dwight Smith. Dude was a nobody for us. He's a Bucks fan, by the way. Uh, The whole season, he had a few picks in the Super Bowl, yes. But Derek Brooks and Ronde Barber, along with John Gruden, knowing the playbook, won us that Super Bowl back in 03. Okay. Uh, We're not gonna go back frame by frame on that Super Bowl. Big Rig Rob Wrightson says, Good evening, Ben and crew, the Mallor Militia. Wait. The Super Bowl is fake. The election was fake. The news is fake. The only thing that seems real are the eyelashes of courtside Karen. That's it. Monologue. He says monologue is an F, uh, Ben, because it's uh, it's not that it was bad. He says because it's, it's fake. So he says it was it was an F monologue. Double O Mexican from San Diego writes and says solid monologue, Ben. No way the games are rigged because of Vegas. There's a lot of offshore money in other places around the world. NFL uses the refs. For whatever narrative they want to see, the Raiders, here's the uh, evidence. And he sent a website, which I don't have time to look at right now, uh, but maybe not. Well, here's a ringing endorsement from some guy named Nick. He says, I followed you on Twitter because you are not afraid to speak your mind and are not as obnoxious as some of your fellow Fox Sports Radio uh, teammates. I don't know what you're talking about. We're all great people. We're salt of the earth. There's no egos in radio. Why would anyone with a big ego get into sports radio? My God, it doesn't exist. Then he says, nothing you can say can offend me, uh, you former fatty, he says. "Yeah, uh, I promise you, Nick, there is something that will offend you. We live in a world where everyone's offended by everything else. Uh, Justin in Cincinnati says, here's a prop bet for you. Will a player be pulled from the game because of a positive COVID test? Nah, that's, that's not a good bet. The, the, the good bets are like on the Super Bowl television broadcast, certain references. Uh, I, we're going to have a whole podcast on the fifth hour dedicated to that. But like one of the props is, will Donald Trump's name be mentioned? Or how many times will Joe Biden's name be mentioned? Uh, those kind of things are, are interesting. Uh, I, I, those are the ones I look for. Jethro writes in. He says, I'm not sure about your monologue, much less conspiracy theories. He says, Well, who asked you, Jethro? Just Josh in Cincinnati says, "If Andy Reid is going to be celebrating with a cheeseburger in Paradise, does that mean Bruce Arians will be wasting away in Margaritaville, asking for a friend?" Yeah, I see what you did there, Josh. Yeah, well, I'm, uh, I'm guessing Bruce has had a margarita or two back in the day. You know, more of a, looks like more of a beer drinker to me, but uh, occasionally a margarita. Chris in Houston says, "You might want to hide after that monologue. As Queen Roxanne is literally on her way to the Maller Mansion to kick your toes. Hey, speaking of uh, Queen Roxanne, now she's in Colorado. I know she likes the she likes Tom Brady uh, quite a bit. But did you see? Speaking of the 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 Colorado sports scene, wild interview by Jerry Judy. Remember Jerry Judy? This guy. Oh my God, he's so good coming out of college. And he's going to be a great player. He wasn't exactly a great player for the Broncos. Oh, it's only been one year, so. He did a radio interview on local radio in Denver, and it is a masterpiece of crap. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so terrible. Now, the, it was so terrible it was good. It was so terrible it was memorable, right? So he pops up on uh, on local talk radio in Denver to comment on the 2020 NFL season, and the, he was asked about the quarterback situation, the Broncos Won five games. That's it. Five games, and uh, Judy uh, apparently not a big fan of Drew Locke. Now that's fine, but typically the decorum is to not admit that, to not admit that publicly. <laughs> but uh, good for him. He he said uh, he said what he felt, and he didn't he didn't hold back. Uh, Jerry Judy, when asked. About the quarterback situation, said it would be exciting to have Deshaun Watson in Denver. You know he's a great quarterback. He had a great career in Houston. We are looking forward to a decision, said Jerry Judy. <laughs> oh, this is outstanding. So uh, I heard a l- I heard a couple of clips on this. It sounded like. He was really enjoying something that Koopa Loop likes from time to time, possibly. That that there might have been some relaxation. The uh, sticky, icky might have been. I don't know. I mean, maybe not. Maybe it just sounded like that. Maybe there's some people that just naturally sound like that. In Spanish, we call that mota. (laughs) Yeah, he was... He was was going for it. And and I've done these things in the past. We don't have guests on this show. We don't do that because, you know, whatever. But... I've interviewed athletes in the past quite a bit, and it's always uncomfortable when they they seem like they really don't want to be there. Right? They don't want to be there. They're distracted by something, and it just creates this awkward dynamic where you're asking questions, and you know they don't want to answer them. And uh, yeah, the, the, one of the funniest ones I did back in the day, Shannon Sharp, who's now the big star with with uh, Fox Sports One, when he was playing for the Broncos, we interviewed him. And, you know, a big star back in the day. And uh, he really gave us the worst possible answers imaginable when we asked him about football. And then when we asked him about, like, working out and stuff that wasn't football-related, per se, just like, you know, doing cardio and things like that, that were away from, like, football, he was, like, wonderful. He didn't really want to talk about football, which is ironic because now he p- gets paid. For years he's gotten paid uh, to-, to do it, so. Uh, but in this interview, the, the highlights of the Jerry Judy interview, he was asked some questions he chose not to answer them uh, which is which is always odd. My favorite part though was in the middle of an answer. So he's asked a question in the middle of an answer, he just stops. He just stops talking right in the middle, right? And so the uh, the, the two guys that, were, that they're doing the show there, they were worried he had like a medical emergency or something like that because he just like in the middle of your mid sentence, and he's like, Let me tell you about the Broncos, let me tell you about this Drew. Lo- yeah, and just I, like, What? <laughs> and then I guess, eventually, they finally just ended the the conversation. But uh, great moments in sports radio interviews, there. The uninterested, unenthused. Uh, Jerry Judy of your Denver Broncos. Did he actually Denver- diss Drew Locke or did he just praise Deshaun Watson? Well, he was ce- he was celebrating Deshaun Watson, but Drew Locke is still under contract for your Denver Broncos, Koopaloo. He's still under contract yeah, as the quarterback it's, it's for the Broncos. Yeah, but it's
3: not really the same as dissing Drew Oh, look Locke.
1: at you defending the Broncos. Look at you coming to the defense of Jerry Judy. I'm just He's saying. He sat it what, what is it? If you don't want, I understand. If you want to you know, smoke weed and drink and have a good time, good for you. But. You don't have to do the interview. Just say I don't want to do it. What are you doing, (laughs) right? You know, I mean, you know, it's it's clearly not. Sometimes
3: you know you uh, miscalculate how ready
1: to talk Talk you are.
3: (laughs) How much weed you ripped from the bong?
1: (laughs) Yeah. No, I know. Well, it's the same. People. I've done more PSAs for don't drink and drive, and then people still do it because they're idiots and they think they. Well, I'm not that drunk, and then we are. Kill somebody, you get yourself trouble. You? Anyway, uh, this portion of the Ben Maller show made possible by Farmers Insurance. Call one eight 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 Farmers to switch, and you could save a bundle on your auto insurance. So simple to do. So simple to do.
3: Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller show weekdays at two a.m. Eastern, eleven p.m. Pacific.
5: Now we haven't talked about this, which is kind of surprising, but there's big rumor out there about. Andrew Luck may be coming out of retirement and rejoining the Indianapolis Colts. Owner Jim Ursay was kind of the first one to float this out there saying that uh you know he he would really love to see Andrew come back and there they, you know the door is open for him to always walk through. And then there were some weird tweets that came out. Somebody claimed like a friend of Andrew Luck's wife tweeted that he really misses football and yada yada yada. Well, Jim Ursay came out and told uh, local news there in Indianapolis that it doesn't look like Andrew Luck is coming out of retirement. He said, "quote He is more retired now than he was a year and a half ago," and he says there really isn't any wiggle room that he can see
1: how you in a return more, for Luck to the NFL. How are you more retired? Like you're I'm just retired, quoting the man. I don't know. It's like you're either dead or you're not dead. Yeah, you're either pregnant or you're not pregnant. You're, you know, you know what I'm saying? do not. i look, there's like a gray area. You're you're not more retired. How'd you be more retired? What is he playing shuffleboard now? Like is that more retired? He's are you gardening?
5: We'll have to ask Jim mercy What do you quote? do when you know. retire? You, I don't
1: know. How's that you work? You just don't
5: right? do, you know, you just chill out and, you know, just chill when, out. when the world was normal, you could travel and go see things. And, you know. yeah.
1: yeah.
5: Are you going to retire someday, Eddie? You I retire? hope so. You do? Yeah. You do. yeah. Okay. What are you going to do when you retire? Nothing.
1: Yeah. I've never thought about retiring. I don't know. Might want to start thinking about that probably, right? You know, they'd probably consider it's that a little late point.
5: for that now. Just work till you die.
1: Yeah, that's what most do.
5: Yeah, that's what most just keep. I mean, you know, you think about like if you haven't put money away at this point. mm.
1: Well, no, I'm gonna put a little away, but okay. You know, I'm got a gambling habit. I'm I'm doing some uh, penny stocks now. That's my new mishigas, so uh, that's not good. No. Anyway, the late night drug tester says if I want conspiracy theories from a former NFLer, I will only check in with Larry Johnson. Well, yeah, Larry's a. He's on his own wing. He's got his own wing out there. He's he's uh, He's going. He's an interesting uh, read on social media. He's uh, completely out there. Completely out there. The main trucker, Will, says, I predict the GOAT to win again because the woke crowd is butthurt over the chop-chop motion, according to the main trucker, Will. G. Gordon says, great monologue, men, but you buried the lead, my man. A Mallard militia member gets into a dust-up with Kroger on social media and he did screenshot this it does appear that uh, G Gordon got into it with a uh, th- the biggest grocery store chain in the country told them to go ah. f off and they responded with multiple messages trying to defend i guess they closed some stores in the LBC Who? where he lives and he was he was very upset about that and so he started badgering them and they they were defensive Uh, Rod, the ambassador of Bakersfield, writes in and says, I like your opening monologue right up until you pick the Chiefs. I hope you're wrong because my coin is on Tampa. He points out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Mr. Luciano says, bad job by you, Benjamin, for picking the Chiefs. Mr. Brady will come out with a victory. Other than that, 4.9 out of 10 in the monologue. I have no knowledge of anything. Sharknado writes in, the guy from Boston, he says, is it too late to send in the the jokes? Yes. Yes. If you want to send jokes in, you can send them in for next week. But as far as lame jokes later tonight, it is too late. The burner account, which could be Ernie the Great O'Piner. Some people believe it is Ernie the Great O'Piner, a legend from the show past who created the reviews of the monologues. He says, uh, the burner account, I believe him, Ben. I believe everything that has... Something to do with money can be adjusted to fit anybody's narrative. I got my tinfoil hat on right now, and I say Kansas City will win 42-Tampa Bay 24. Mahomes, the MVP. Uh, Robin Vegas is a good uh, Super Bowl analysis. However, I see the game ending being a little different. Tampa Bay, 31 Kansas City, 27. Tampa's defense intercepts Patty Mahomes on the final drive of the game. See, you, what you just did, Rob, is you flipped what I said where Brady throws a late interception and the Chiefs win. You flipped it, and you you gave the same score except you flipped the teams. That's a bullcrap prediction by you, Rob. You piggybacked. You stole my work. Bad job by you.
5: I may have to root for Kansas City just because of Tampa Bay.
1: That's pretty yeah, that's pretty nauseating,
5: isn't it? God, please stop. Yeah. Signs you know your local politicians
1: are hacks when they consider doing a declaration to change the name for a day to Tampa Bay. That is a sign you might be in a town with a uh, kind of a hacky mayor. Or yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just throwing that out there. But who am I? All right. That's one of my goals. We- so I want to have I want to have like a Ben Maller day. That would be Wouldn't that be great? Like a day dedicated because all they do is they give you one of those little things you can put on your wall right the piece of paper that with the ribbon on them
5: no then that's you could it. be like our uh, our friend Parker the snow Dog.
1: oh yeah well Parker's an honorary mayor he runs the show in Colorado but that's that's a mayor you respect well wait a minute that's the thing that's the end Mayor Parker the snow dog could have Ben Mallarday in that town in Colorado boom done. I can take photos with Mayor Parker the Snow Dog. There you go. Eddie, you didn't even realize what you did there. You solved my my issue here for a Ben Mallard day. The I bill just is in the to, mail. I have to go to Colorado. All right, this portion of the Ben Mallard Show made possible by farmers. Call 1-888-FARMERS, and you could save a whole lot of something on auto insurance. Let's take some calls here. And uh, let's say hello to the blind. Blind Seahawk fan uh, Emmett, the blind Seahawk fan in Washington. What's going on, Emmett? Nothing much. What about you, Ben? I'm talking into a microphone in a dark room. Yeah. So
4: about the conspiracy theory thing, um, I do have to agree with you. But there's some plays that like make me think like maybe there is a conspiracy theory going on here. Like my Seahawks in 2015 against the Patriots. Like maybe the, the gods wanted Tom Brady
1: to win another Super Bowl you never well, even know. Before, now you're you're a young guy yeah and, but before your time when you, you weren't I don't think you were even a, when, when were you born what year were you born 2004 holy crap so the uh, the, the seahawks played eddie's steelers in a super bowl and that was one that a lot of people had eyebrows. There were some very. Oh please!
5: The Steelers won that game easily, fair and square.
1: Ben Roethlisberger had <laughs> be one of the worst games of all time. But there were some calls that definitely went the way of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Those 50-50 calls. Eddie doesn't want to admit that because he's bitter. Yeah, he's got a ring.
5: That call you. I'll call the the referees Not had nothing to do with the Willie Parker seventy-five-yard touchdown run or the Antoine Randall well, the, L or the reception pass. illegal forward pass there.
1: Yeah, there's
4: Should some, some websites like that <laughs> get the, with the calls.
5: There's some websites
1: that would push back on that, Eddie. That would disagree. Those with websites you. are just ridiculous.
4: Yeah. Wow. All right. So you. before before I get hung up on, since Roberta always yells in your ear about me playing Madden, is
1: there any questions you want to ask? Oh, that's right. Yeah, Roberta Thank you, Blind Seahawk fan. I'm I got you. I, I, I usually Roberta hang up. On, I usually hang up on you before we get to that. Yeah. So exactly. how does one play? How would it work? Pretend I'm blind, and okay. uh, you know, some people say because of my monologues, I am. But so <laughs> I'm blind, and I want to play Madden. Like, what is it like? Does it is it just tell you what you need to do, and you have options, and you press? I mean, how does it work?
4: So basically, on I play PlayStation Four, and it's like a text-to-speech thing, and it like will be like it'll like tell me like what's on the menu. And then some games don't have it built in, but Madden does have it built in. But, like, I can choose, like, what game I want to play and, like, how I want to get, like, who I want to play in Madden, like Roberto when I played him. But I can't choose my play. So one of my friends taught me, like, audibles. And that's why Roberto said I threw it to DK every time. So basically – I, like, would throw it to DK, occasionally hit Tyler Lockett. I'd run it occasionally, like, yeah. stuff like that. So, do- so do I dominated.
1: You... I dominated. So, congratulations. Yeah, he did. he <laughs> a W is a, a, d- a, a W, of- baby.
4: Big, the point for Roberto, guy, yeah. Just, it boosted your confidence, didn't it?
1: Now, Emmett, have you ever beaten someone at Madden? Like when you play some stranger like Roberto. Have you ever beaten them?
4: Back in the day I did, but like I yeah. I beat my friend in Madden a couple times. So now do you but,
1: when you when you beat your friends, do you say you just lost to a blind guy? Do you just do you like oh, assault yeah, all wound? the time? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. That's like the ultimate you can literally destroy the uh the other person. You're like not only did you lose, I'm blind, you dummy, and I kicked your ass. <laughs> Hey, hey, Ben.
4: Uh, after COVID, you should play Roberto and Madden. Like it should be like a, song like make it into a video, like Gascon or something. Of you and Roberto playing in Madden, trash talking. It would be, it would be hilarious. Yeah. I will
1: right, well, we'll consider. Now, I play the the. I like the video game version of Madden. I don't like to play the more advanced versions of Madden. I don't know there's different layers to it, but that's what I like. Right, thank you, Emin. I must go. I appreciate that. Oh, you like, like-
2: arcade style version of it.
1: Yeah, because that's how I remember the video games, man. I'm old. That's how I like. I want to score points. I don't want all those other Fugazi stuff. You, he's mocking you. Listen, Listen that laugh—that's a mocking laugh right there. because he can't handle. I'll kick his ass on the video game level. Okay, he can't handle that. He wants to play the more advanced. I don't. I don't have time for that. I got. I'm an adult. I got. I've got things to do. I talk about sports for a living. Very important work here. We're going to bump back that crowdfunding story because we just aren't going to have time for it right now. Uh, We'll have the NBA pickup. Here's the who am I game Tom Brady. Who? Or Tampa Brady. Tom Brady is about to break my record this weekend as the oldest player to appear in a Super Bowl. When the game kicks off, Brady will have the new record. But Tom Brady is about to break my record as the oldest participant to appear in a Super Bowl. Who am I? The answer. In the NBA pick, and we'll get to that, we'll do it next.
6: I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
3: Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on AE Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.
0: I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from the Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow.
2: If you're a smoker or dipper looking to make a change, you really only need one reason to do it. But with Zen nicotine pouches, you can find many.
5: From the first moment you tune in, you know the Ben Mallor Show is not your garden variety sports talk. We welcome all the freaks of nature to the Mallor Militia. Facebook's an online amusement park for all of us. You can chat with other super fans of the show. It's simple and it's free. Help uh, support our show by liking our page. Go to Facebook.com slash Ben Mallor Show. And now live from the Farmers Insurance Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Ben Mallor.
1: And we will pay off the who am I game. Got the NBA pick'em coming up here momentarily, momentarily. And uh, the maller militia chiming in. There are people now requesting that Roberto. You see, JD in Boston wants you to cook uh, carne asada. I think yeah, yeah, I saw goes. that. Yeah. So there you go. I'm gonna have to do that next week. Very popular. Very popular. Go. Producing the JD in Boston. Boom. Producing the the segment. Uh, who do we have? Betty White was guessing. Now the question. I should probably give the question before I give the answers. That would be. Be the way we do that normally. Uh, so Tom Brady is about to break my record for the oldest player to as the oldest player to appear in a Super Bowl. Who am I? And this who am I game made possible by farmers. Uh, Call farmers today for a quote. Just Josh is going with Betty White. Uh, who else do we have? G Gordon says Peyton Manning's forehead is the correct answer. Rob in Vegas says the slander lawsuit defendant Benjamin Maller. Cobra is going with Edwin Encarnacion is his answer. Milkman Mike in Colorado says it is Richard Milhouse dastardly but that is is the selection. Uh, Jason in Denver is going with the big show. Jack Palance from Travis, the Raider freak, gives us Kurt Warner. Adrian, the pokey, pokey, pokey guy cheated. He got it right. Uh, who else do you have? Jim Kelly, guest by Will in Pennsylvania. Gumby Dave, he got it right. He must be cheating also. The Blind Scott Hotties are going with Vince Scully's uh, girlfriend. I don't know what you're talking about there. Uh, Joe D. Dirt from Jason and Rocky Mount. The Madden Ambulance. Oh, I, I missed the Madden Ambulance. That was a great era of Madden football. That's uh, from Robbie the Mariner fan. Arik is going with Morton Anderson as his selection. And do you have an answer? Do you have an answer?
5: Is it Earl Morrill, former quarterback the Colts? Earl,
1: is that correct? No. The correct answer is Matt Stover, the kicker for the Colts in uh, Super Bowl 44. 42 years and 11 days old. Tom Brady will break that this weekend. And we will try to break in to the NBA. Pick them. I understand that somehow Roberto won the hockey. So you're oh, going no. first we, we, here, Roberto.
3: We don't we, I don't I don't know who won. We're just using the same order as oh, yesterday. Okay.
1: Good <laughs> <Great> job <laughs> okay. by you, Coop. All right. What? Well, fine. Well, we're going the same order. Roberto. Yeah, go that's, ahead, that's, Roberto. that's the, the board has held. I will take uh, Andre Drummond, Eddie. James Harden. All right. And Kuba the back to back. Uh let's go with Rudy Gobert. All right. And, One more. Uh, Zion Williamson. Wow. All right. Shocking. Eddie. DeMontis Sabonis. Uh, you can have him. I want to take Kevin Durant and Roberto, the back-to-back Roberto. Nikola Vucevic. He loves him. All right. One and more. Donovan One. Mitchell. Uh, I'm going to take from the people's team, the great Kawhi
5: Leonard. Who? Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Eddie. Uh, has anybody picked Bradley Beal? No. No. Uh, I'll take Bradley Beal. No, all he does is shoot. Coop. That's all I care about. Uh, LaMelo, ball. Wow. LaMelo Ball.
6: Wow. LaMelo
5: Ball? You should pick
1: LaVar Ball.
6: <laughs> I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico.